0: Love being Catholic, huh? I love the Mass. It's so powerful. Every time I celebrate Mass, it's never old. Mass never gets old. Never. It's just tapping into God's presence, right? Is it's hard to explain that, isn't it? Like when we come into Mass, we're starting to experience heaven here. This is why we keep coming back to Jesus in the Mass, because your soul might your soul knows this, but your mind might not have caught up with it yet. Your your mind's kind of like still wondering how that our souls know there's someone here that that we long to be with forever, and that's Jesus. And so we look at our scriptures today, and in our first reading, uh, it's from Timothy chapter two, and in this first reading, we have Paul talking to Timothy. And Timothy's obviously an early church leader, right? A, a bishop in the church, early church leader. And Paul's encouraging Timothy because what Timothy sees in his community is he sees some struggles and some difficulties happening. And they always start from the top down, don't they? Whether it be a parent influencing their children, um, or a president or government leaders influencing the state, the nation, the city... Um, A principal, a coach, a teacher, a priest, a pope, a bishop. It all flows from the top down. And so Paul is telling Timothy, you need to tell your people to don't forget to pray for those in power. Because one of the greatest temptations for all of us here is to misuse our authority and our power. And so we need to be very vigilant in praying for those in power, whether it be in the temporal order which would be the you know, city, state, nation, world, or those in the, 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 the order of grace, priests, popes, bishops, deacons, etc., or even parents, and you all in some sense, obviously, because we all have people that God entrusts to our care. And so we got to remember the responsibility that we all have to assure that we influence people in Christ, not away from Christ, not into the flesh more, or into the world, more or into the devil, but more into Christ. And there's very subtle ways the enemy uses tactics. He uses art, he uses media. Um, he uses magic, powers. And people are in, entertained, and em- they, they are drawn into these uh, ent- forms of entertainment. Um, but there's something more often happening in that than just oh I like to watch this movie or that show or read this or that book. There's often something underneath the surface there's a spiritual thing happening and it can start to replace God in that person's life. They could start to gravitate toward you know they, they perhaps they go shopping or they, they always pick up their their favorite novel of whatever it be. It's not that it's always bad but it, it's luring them away rather than into the Lord's heart right and we're all a part of this so he's saying pray with supplications and prayers and petitions and thanks to be offered for everyone for kings and for all in authority that we can lead a quiet and tranquil life with all devotion and dignity this is good and pleasing to God he says so this is for us today the church is telling you, don't forget to pray for those in power and need. Sometimes I think we think, well, Father Michael, you know, he's good. He's a priest. You know, he's great. Or Father Mark, he's good. He's a priest. He's good. Or the Pope or the bishops or this or that. When you're a kid, right, you don't think your, your parents, they got it together. They're good. That's not true, right? Anyone here that's sober and alert knows that we're all in need of help. And Satan is very um, explicit on his attack of those in authority and power, Because he knows he can influence a lot of people if he can attack the top. And if if poison comes from the top down, then it's going to get into our systems, right? And so we need to be alert, sober. We need to be vigilant in our prayers for our brothers and sisters um, that have the weight of leadership. And so we pray for them. And it's pleasing to God. And then he says there's one God and one mediator between God and man, Jesus Christ. So we're all called to mediate heaven heaven. To earth. How? By entering into Christ. The more you and I share communion with Christ, the more we mediate heaven to earth. We can also mediate hell to earth by becoming more and more one with the world, the flesh, and the devil. So it's both ways. We are either mediating heaven to earth or mediating hell to earth by the way we live our lives and our choices that we make. So Paul says, I'm appointed a preacher. You know, and I wish that every he says in every place that men would pray, holding up holy hands without anger or argument. Isn't it true? A lot of people they don't pray for, for example, President Trump. They don't pray for him because they're angry. That's not a holy way of living. I don't care if it's Hitler. I don't care if it's Stalin. I don't care if it's um, the Taliban. We have to pray for all people, for the enemy. We're humanity is not meant to be um, plotting against one another. Even if you don't like someone, you still, as, as a Christian, Jesus didn't do this for everyone who liked him. He did this for all of our all of his enemies. And he didn't attack with vengeance or he didn't. Did Jesus ever withhold love from anyone? Never. Never. And so in our humanness, we tend to argument, argumentative and get angry. You know, just watch the news, right? It's all about arguing about this person said this, this person said that. A bunch of waste of time. We need to turn to the Lord and say, Lord, please heal this person's heart. Um, People aren't idiots for any reason. They have brokenness in them. We all can be idiots at times. We hurt each other. So we need to be focused on our mission as lambs. We are lambs in the lamb, lambs in the lamb. You know, and we are lifted up with the lamb. So when you're at mass right now, do you understand that you're agreeing to die with him? Participating in the mass means you are agreeing to be lifted up and crucified with him. I mean, what does that mean? What's that look like in our everyday life? It's something for you to pray about. But we're agreeing to being lifted up onto the cross with Jesus, entering into his death. Think about that. It's pretty powerful because you can't rise unless we die with him. That's why we need him to come into us so he in us can allow himself to. He can pull our humanity up onto the cross with him and we die to our ego, our pride, our anger, our argumentative hearts and our gossip, our pride, anger, envy, lust, gluttony, greed, on and on. But it says, blessed be the Lord for he's heard our prayer. God hears your prayers. Jesus is hearing your prayers. He's hearing everybody's prayers in this church right now. Even if you don't speak them out loud, he hears your hearts. He hears our prayers. He knows if we believe if we're being heard or not. Maybe I don't believe God hears me. So Lord, please, Jesus, I give this suffering of feeling I'm not being heard up to you on the cross. I join it. And so today, then we finally come to the centurion. It's not even... A believer necessarily but you could say he's a he's really actually he's a believer but he's not a a Jew he's not someone he's a Roman he's not in the group he's someone outside but he's putting faith in Jesus Jesus says I've never seen more faith in anyone I've never found such faith in anyone this guy he's a Roman soldier right so let's pray for the faith of that centurion Lord, increase my faith in the presence that you bring to me at this Mass. So let's ask today for this, this amazing faith and strength and grace that the Lord is excited that we are here and he wants us to enter in with him to his death so that we can rise with him to new life. True, true life, not false or, or a, a false peace or, or a false sense of joy, but true joy, true life, true peace.